Well, it seems like there are a lot of special national days that we celebrate these days. I mean, I mean, think about it. We have Groundhog Day. We have, I, I just found out it was Daughter's Day the other day. Missed that one. Sorry, uh, Audrey and Amelia. Um, I looked up there. Sure enough, there's a national um, guinea pig day, July 16th. Did you know that? Well, today we are in the back shed going to talk about uh, days where God said, I want you to go back. I want you to remember. I don't want you to forget uh, what happened when I showed up. And uh, so we're going to get into that and much more as we head into episode number 118 on today, September 26, 2022. It's National Pancake Day also. Welcome to the back shed. All right, as I mentioned, good morning. Welcome to National Pancake Day. Didn't know that, but supposedly it's here. And uh, I, I sometimes wonder why. Why do we do this to ourselves? But, uh, but we do it. Actually, and in, in the entire reason that I jumped on the little bandwagon about National This Day, National That Day, is today is the anniversary of Cliff and April Carey. That's right. Today is our 18th anniversary. And uh, April and I took the weekend off, um, actually a very shortened weekend to get away. We, we did about a 22-hour getaway, uh, which is why if you go to Sunrise, uh, you didn't get to see us at church on Sunday because we were gone. We, uh, we did a fun night, Saturday night, uh, went out to dinner, um, at a nice restaurant downtown, and uh, then went to a Michael Bublé concert uh, downtown and uh, stayed at a hotel down there, uh, came back uh, midday on uh, Sunday, and it was like our kids didn't even miss us. But, uh, but that's what we did. In, in thinking about it, I, I love celebrating our anniversary. At 18 years, you know, we feel like we've beaten the odds, uh, yeah, but there are so many of you out there that watch along, especially who have far uh, um, gone beyond that. But uh, but we're thrilled at 18 years. And one of the things that we love to do whenever it is our anniversary is we love to look back. We love to look backwards and to remember. Uh, we don't want to forget those monuments that happened along the way in our life where we saw God so clearly at work and where we saw him uh, transform us, where we saw him work in our kids' lives, where we saw him uh, carry us through deep times of grief and pain, where we saw him uh, provide redemption and, uh, and crazy cool stuff like uh, bringing us to sunrise, which was uh, a miracle in and of itself. And we love to go back and use our anniversary as a day to remember and to not forget how God has been so faithful in, uh, in our marriage. So uh, today we're going to uh, do a brief trip into scripture and we're going to uh, be seeing how God has called us to remember and to not forget. And the story where I love to go is in um, the book of Joshua. And it's that moment 
right before the Israelites are getting ready to cross the Jordan and God tells uh, Joshua, uh, get the elders of each tribe, get get a representative from each of the 12 tribes of, uh, of Israel and have them get a rock uh, from the river. Have them pick up a stone and when they get across the river, what you're going to do is you're going to have them set up uh, those 12 stones and put them in a, uh, a monument of sorts. Uh, sometimes yeah, we use that word Ebenezer, and, uh, and it will be a place of remembrance. So let's pick up the story real quick here in uh, the book of Joshua in the Old Testament today, chapter 4. Uh, for those of you coming along, good morning, Angie. Thank you so much for your uh Congratulations of us on our anniversary. It was a wonderful uh, weekend for the two of us. And, uh, and today, um, I got I to gotta remember and not forget to uh, get her favorite coffee and take it to her over at her, uh, at her work. So there you go. But we pick this up in Joshua chapter 4, and, um, and, and you have the uh, nation of Israel, again, crossing the Jordan. And verse 17 says, so Joshua commanded the, uh, the priests, and uh, I'm getting a spam phone call right now. They probably want to sell me uh, an auto warranty. Uh, it says, Joshua commanded the priests, come up out of the Jordan. And the priests came up out of the river, carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And no sooner than they had set their feet on dry ground, than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran the flood stage uh, as before. On the tenth day of the first month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of the Jericho. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken out of the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, What do these stones mean? Tell them... Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up uh, before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. And in so there is uh, something really specific that I want to get to in this in this little passage right here. And it, and it really is this. It's that thing it says in verse 21, in the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. And, uh, and so that's what we're going to use as a launch point here uh, briefly this morning, that, that there's an implication right here, uh, and if not a, a command that's implicit in this, that they are going to be telling their children the stories. And uh, this morning, I'm actually entitling uh, this uh, episode of Backshed Listen to old people. That's going to be the uh, the title for this morning's message. Listen to old people. And Joshua is telling uh, his people, he says, he, he implies that they're going to bring their children and their children's children and, and generations to come back to this spot, and they're going to tell the story. 
of how God stopped the waters upstream of the Jordan so that the entire nation would be able to cross uh, the Jordan and enter the promised land, just as God had stopped the waters, dried up the waters uh, of the Red Sea 40 years earlier. So it's a big deal. Um, but there's there's this thing I learned about when I went to Israel several years ago, back in 2016, so almost seven years ago, um, the tour guide, uh, or our guide for the trip that was teaching a lot of the lessons, he kept saying this. He said, uh, whenever, usually, when the Old Testament uses this word remember, there's a lot more oomph to it than, uh, than you see in that literal word, just remember, that's translated. In essence, it says, remember, don't forget. Um, whatever you do, remember don't forget. And this is all over the Old Testament where God says this uh, to his people. It is tantamount. It is important that people remember and that they not forget the things that God did. And, uh, and so with that, we simply go back as far as Exodus in uh, Exodus 13. And Moses says to his people, he says, remember this day, uh, in which you went out from Egypt, from the house of slavery. For by a powerful hand the Lord brought you out from this place, and nothing leavened shall be eaten. Okay, and that became a celebration that the Israelites would remember every year. They would go back and do this Feast of Unleavened Breads, and, and they would remember as, as God pulled them out, uh, unleavened them. So from is from uh, Egypt, right? And and they would celebrate that, okay? And and the whole point of that celebration was remembering how God pulled them out of Egypt, right? And that same way, when they crossed the Jordan, that they would go back to that monument, to that place, and they would tell the story of God. Uh, bringing them into the promised land and the miracle that took place then. Later in uh, the book of Deuteronomy, in verse 16, verse uh, chapter 16, verse 3, he um, goes on to say, You shall not eat uh, leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat it with unleavened bread, the bread of affliction. For you came out of the land of Egypt in haste, in order that you may remember all the days of your life, the day when you came out of the land of Egypt. Again, that same thing. They're going back and they are remembering. Don't forget all the days of your life, the day that you came out of Egypt. And um, and uh, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a brief one, but I think it's important uh, and, and packs maybe even a bigger punch by keeping it brief today. Uh, Deuteronomy 32.7, remember the days of old. Consider the years of of all generations. Ask your father and he will inform you, your elders, and they will tell you. Okay, there's, there's a, a really cool thing happening right there that he says, look back, look back to the things that happened a long time ago. Consider generations um, before yours. Don't just consider what is happening today. Consider what happened before in so many other generations. And to do that, you need to ask your father, and he will inform you. Again, this is Deuteronomy 32.7, and I'm putting it in the notes today, so you'll be able to see that. Um, 
in there. Um, and it says, and he will inform you, your elders, and they will tell you. Ask the older people. And so that's, again, why I went back and uh, why we have a title on today's message called Listen to Old People. And uh, one of my favorite things to do with my kids, and it do, I don't get to do it nearly as much as I used to, but we love to, uh, when they're going to bed at night, to lay down with, with one of the kids and just talk and hear about their day, hear about the things that are going on, and, and they ask us questions. And one of the things that one of my kids started doing, he says, Dad, will you tell me a story about when you were younger? And uh, they asked me this, okay, and, and two of my kids in particular started in on this little trend. And, uh, and so we'd go in their room, and, and now we're at the point where I have had to remember and not forget at least 100 stories that I've told my kids. Um, and even just the other night, Dad, tell me a story. I said, well, give me an age. Okay, tell me a story about when you were 13. Tell me a story about when you were 25. And I start to tell these stories. And, and the beauty in this is my kids are getting history. They're getting our family history. They are getting stories that are funny where, you know, I embarrassed myself um, when I, uh, you know, on the first day of fifth grade, belched really loud in class and, and got kicked out of the class in Mrs. Bush's, yeah, not a spectacular moment, but they know that dad's human and dad actually was fun at some point along the way. Um, but then we also tell stories of, well, let me, let me tell you a, a serious story about uh, your sister and, you know, when, when she passed away and how God showed up. And let me tell you about the people that came to our house and, uh, and cared for us and prayed for us and, and, and took care of our needs. Let me tell you about uh, when I lost my job and we didn't know what was going to happen next. And, and then things all worked out and we ended up being able to ultimately move to Sacramento. And if I hadn't lost my job, we wouldn't be here. You know, and we can tell those stories of God's faithfulness. And I think so often um, this, is, this is a challenge to two different groups of people here. Uh, to those of us who are older, we assume they don't want to know, Right. We assume they don't want to know about any of those things from the past. And uh, now there are some of y'all who like to tell stories nonstop. And you may want to temper that one a little bit because at a certain point, people kind of stop listening. Um, uh, so you, you may want to stop and listen a little more. Uh, but some of you, um, you're, you're just nervous or you, you don't think they're going to care. And kids love to hear the stories of old. And they love to hear how things are. And they love to hear um, the humanity of things. And, and, uh, and it's so important. It's so important because, you know, again, if we don't remember history and if we don't learn history, we're destined to repeat it, aren't we? Um, and yet in some ways we want, uh, there is some history that we want our kids to repeat. And uh, so, again, telling the stories. And then the challenge for younger people is asking. Asking, what, what happened at this point? And, and even looking around, looking around the parent's house, looking around the grandparent's house and saying, you know, what, I see this picture here. Tell me about this picture. Oh, 
that was your grandfather and me and that was oh that was a day let me tell you about that day and and you know so you ask them questions and you get to hear um hopefully stories about god's faithfulness so today simple remember don't forget go back and tell those stories uh, and especially if you're you're someone that's older and you saw God uh, show up and and just be faithful in a given situation, go back and tell those stories. And you know, and again, you might be telling a few too many along the way, um, but. You know, in general, I think uh, we don't communicate nearly enough with the younger generation and tell them. In younger generation, listen to the stories, ask questions, learn, uh, find out, see where God worked, and see how you can learn and apply that to your life. And um, and my hope is that as I uh, as as my kids grow up, that there isn't much that they won't know about their mom and dad because they got to hear all the stories. And then, and then this is the fun part, okay? As a dad uh, with kids that are in like fourth and fifth grade right now and high school, when I find out that my kids are going and repeating those stories and telling those stories back to their friends. So you got to exercise a little bit of discernment in how you tell your stories. Um, but if my kids are telling their friends about God's faithfulness, through a story that I got to tell them, that's a win. That's a huge win. So uh, God is faithful, right? Remember, don't forget. This is a bonus. In uh, the Joshua passage, uh, we, we see this monument being built, the 12 stones that are, are being built uh, for a monument that people would go back to. I always love this. And, and so many of you know, we've, we've talked about this before, um, I love that that picture of having a monument to God's faithfulness and uh, and and it being literally rocks several years ago in church on a uh, it was uh, right after New Year's and uh, we told this story of Joshua and then we put rocks up on the platform and we had people come up and and write on rocks uh, a few words about God's faithfulness. Uh, in, in a specific time when God had showed up. And then they put that rock there on the platform. And we ended up with this giant pile of rocks. And all of them had basically little stories attached to them of where God had showed up and where God had been faithful. And so many people that morning shared those stories. Uh, I ended up keeping those rocks. So if you ever come into my office at the church, have a meeting with me or whatever, you will see those rocks in my office that tell so many stories of God's faithfulness. And I know families that have done those exact same things at home where they've had memorial rocks uh, that they have have placed in a, in a spot in their garden or whatever. And, and they have this pile of stones that tell the story of, uh, of where God showed up in their lives along the way. So that's a, a, a fun tradition you could put in place for, uh, for your family, uh, for the future. So that's a, that's like I said, that's a bonus one for you here today. All right, that's going to be it today. We're going to close in prayer. Like I said, it's a it's a nice short one here at about 20 minutes, and uh, we'll get on with our day. Remember, don't forget. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your faithfulness over um, so many generations and that you have uh, told us to repeat these stories of your faithfulness 
And and Lord, what a what a privilege and a joy that is, and what a privilege and a joy it is to listen to stories of your faithfulness. So may we be people that repeat those stories, and maybe we be people that ask questions and listen to those stories. And uh, through it all, Lord, may your word be proclaimed. May people know your faithfulness. May people know your goodness, and may uh, God, you be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, that is it for today. Again, September 26th, National Pancake Day. Remember those pancakes? Ridiculous. I think all those days are ridiculous, but it's my anniversary, and I love to celebrate that, so that's fun. All right, love you all. Have a fantastic week. Looking forward to seeing you back in church uh, next Sunday. If you happen to uh, be listening along today on our podcast version, I want to remind you that you can join us live every Monday at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live. You can watch along, be part of the conversation that we will. Uh, uh, you just go to the Sunrise Community Church Facebook page. You'll be able to find us live there 10 o'clock on Mondays. If you are someone that joins us live and wishes you could just listen along in the car at your convenience, never fear. We're on podcast and uh, you can uh, just uh, go to your favorite podcasting app and search for Backshed Bible Study. You'll find us there. Uh, You can also find us on YouTube there as well. So Sunrise Community, uh, youtube.com slash Sunrise Community Church and uh, get all of our latest video uh, feeds of the Backshed Bible Study. That's what we do. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you back next week. Some of you may be wondering, Cliff, are you going to bring any guests back? Yes, I am. I have one already lined up for the 18th of October, and I'm working on several others. So we are getting guests back in here. Just a, a little little rough on the relaunch side coming back from the sabbatical, but we're, we're getting close again. So uh, looking forward to having uh, some special guests back here really soon. Love you all. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for the Backshed Bible Study Podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. The Backshed is hosted by yours truly, Cliff Carey, and is a ministry of Sunrise Community Church in Fair Oaks, California. The Backshed Bible Study can be viewed live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Facebook at facebook.com slash sunrisecommunityonline. All video episodes are also available at youtube.com slash sunrisecommunitychurch. For more information about Sunrise and its ministries, go to www.sunrise.church. We hope you're able to join us again next time here in the Backshed.